Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 10. It's the Shropshire Football Podcast. No Lewis Cox, no Luke Hatfield, no Tom Leach. They've brought the big guns in. I'm your host, <laughs> Nathan Judah. I'm joined by Express Star, Shropshire Star, an all-round good guy, Mr. Joe Edwards. How the devil are you, sir? Well, somebody's got to be here today, isn't they? Oh. I mean... Unbelievable, isn't it? They, they, talk, they, talk, they talk a good game. They yeah. talk about starting the Shropshire podcast up. Let's get it fortnightly. Let's get the peeps interacted. And, and, and where are they? I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's Christmas. You know, yeah. people work very hard. Um, they have the odd day off. And, you know, I, I know that Lewis is working hard today elsewhere. He's gone to Chris Skitt's recovery retreat. Uh, what? <laughs> Chris, easy for you to say. I mean, that, that, that could be a tongue twister in itself. Yeah. I'm not Chris sure. Skitt's recovery retreat. That might not be its actual name. It's probably got something a bit more catchy than that. But yeah. he, he's gone. Explain. So, you know, we're going to slide him down the river here because yeah. he's not here. So, he's not so here, serves so, him right. So, you know, when, when he don't know about an earning, but of course he'll probably listen back, but, you know. He's listen, to be fair, if he's at the recovery retreat, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of downtime, I feel, a lot of yeah. silence time, a lot of, a lot of reflection sure. at these retreats. He'll have the headphones on, trying to listen to some kind of, like, melody, some kind of chilling out music. Really, he's listening to this, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. If, 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 if our dulcet tones, you know, yeah. can get you into that, yeah. you know, relaxation mode. Oh, then, 100%. Oh, yeah. So, so where is he? So, so he's at this retreat. What, what would yeah, you explain? Chris Skitt, uh, the former, former Shrewsbury Town physio, and, you know, under Paul Hurst and left the club at the end of last season. Yeah. He's got this facility in Shropshire now, which, by all accounts, is earning rave reviews. Telford have used it um, for their players. It's kind of a kind of a recovery spa. It's got different, you know, and obviously, you know, Chris being a... You know, an accomplished physio yeah. obviously knows what he's doing. And um, Lewis has just thought, yeah, I'm going to get in on the act myself and attack the other half. So, so you know, Lewis, Lewis has put a tweet out today. I'm looking at the tweet itself. Um, lovely, lovely four pictures here. Early Christmas present for the other half uh, at CS Fizz, which I guess is Chris Skitt's uh, yeah, Twitter yeah. name. At Love to Stay Shrews. That's the one, not at Chris Lo- Skitt's recovery <laughs> retreat. retreat. No, I've got quite... <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like that. Great setting and excellent treatment. Definitely recommend. Now, he's got a picture of some manicured nails here. Now, I don't know whether unconfirmed reports those are Lewis Cox's nails. He has got, he has got very feminine hands. And, and he, does like, he does like a shade of red, just like a maroon, or, or it's his better half. Now, now <laughs> for, for me, I think it's lovely. No problem. I've got no problem with a bit of promotion. Early Christmas present for the other half. Now that's a freebie. That's, I'm, that's I'm, got, that, that, yeah. that's, don't don't claim that, Elcox, when you're coming around to um, Christmas Day saying, "Well, you know, I took you there, sweetheart. You know, you, you do a little bit of self promotion, no problem, but you've you got to step up your game for Christmas Day." Oh God, yeah, and we went actually. Well, oh, I, so everybody's freebieing. No, 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 I didn't go. No. I didn't go. I went to a, uh, a a party, a party or a gathering, whatever with with Lewis yeah. on Monday, both of our. Uh, respective uh, lady partners were there, and right, and he he bought he bought up that you know I'm I'm, getting, I'm taking Alice for this early Christmas present mm-hmm. on on Wednesday. Oh, so he's kept it. In his you know, head, yeah. she she doesn't know anything about it. Right, right. He, he was really kind of you know, and she quite. she looked quite excited, and me uh-huh, uh-huh. me and South looked at each other as if Ooh, you yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. and it, it's probably a freebie. It's one million percent. But hey, good luck to him, you know. Good luck to him. Oh, well, fair play. I mean, if you can, if you can get a freebie, then take it. I mean, we, you know, me, Luke and Lewis went and 
Had some breakfast, bre- breakfast down. John, if you can get a good freebie, then you know, fair play to Louis. So, you know. so we, we've just done, we've just done at Wolves our hundredth podcast live in front yeah. of a studio audience. Um, we had two hundred seventy people there. One hundred two episodes in now. Never ever gone out of there and had a freebie. Never gone to a retreat. I mean, fair play well, to you guys. Episode ten. You've been fed. You've yeah. been watered. You, you, you've had overnight accommodation. You're getting massages, manicures. I mean, I think I'm on the wrong podcast. Yeah. Well, this is where it's happening. It's Shropshire Football Podcast, mate. It's, you know... It's, it's, it's the place to be. It's supposed to be. It's the place to be. I'm going to bin off Warsaw. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the room. <laughs> um, so, so um, you know, Christmas coming very quickly. Obviously, we've got a very busy, busy, busy festive oh, programme. Yes, yes. Saying that, I'd rather be at games than being in the office. I think that's fair enough, Yeah, it? it can it's be a bit fun, cold. That's where more Wenger Coat comes yeah. into, uh, into effect. But, yeah, yeah, we, I, we, we like it, don't we? It's, you know, it's, it's part of the... Part of the calendar, isn't it? Of course, of course it is, and I'm kind of a bit sad about a winter break. To be honest, I kind of like Fast and Furious at um, from a, from a from a football point of view. Yeah, yeah. Any any presents for you? Are you, are you sorted for the misses and stuff like that? Pretty much sorted. Nice. Um, actually, came into Wolverhampton last week, right, and got everything pretty much that I wanted. Really, I'm really surprised because you know anybody from obviously we have a Shropshire podcast and you. You've got Telford Shopping Centre, which, you know, you've pretty much got everything you'd want. Yeah. Shrewsbury, some nice little quirky shops mm. and stuff like that. You know, pretty... Very cute Shrewsbury, to be fair. Pre- I've only been to the town centre twice, but lovely place. Yes, yeah, lovely. Lovely. Mm. Very picturesque. Very nice. But then you're thinking Wolverhampton, and mm, it's a bit bog-standard in terms of shopping. But... Well, you've been generous there. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I've got everything that I wanted to get. All I've got to get now is just a couple of bits for the dog, and that, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's made up. And uh, uh, right, fair play, decent, decent. Um, yeah, have you got to get some for your Pomeranian? Or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two Pomeranians. Two, 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 yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I was, I was going to make a, a, a joke about the dog and the missus there, saying what are you going to get the missus. <laughs> I, 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 I thought better of it. I thought better of it. It's my debut. It might, it might be my, my first and last, um, last appearance on the podcast. Um, yeah, gr- fine. I've had a bit of a nightmare really because she's been on at me for such a long time now uh, that she wants to go and see Swan Lake. Right, which is yeah, the whole yeah, oh no yeah. the nut or nut, the nutcracker or whatever nutcracker yeah, that's yeah, it you yeah, know yeah, I don't yeah. know I don't know about ballet and stuff like that um, anyway so I've, I've bit the bullet we're um, going to we're at Fulham on, on Boxing Day 12.15 kick off that's great news so no train so I've got to set off at 6am <laughs> from my parents house to get there and then we've got we're, we're at Wembley as you know you're coming to the game on um, Tottenham on the 29th so I'm staying down, down there for three nights um, of which one of, the, one of the afternoons sorry we're going to um the Royal Ballet to go and watch to go and watch the Nutcracker, but also it's opera as well. So I thought, oh, I'm like I'm, I'm like getting it all out of the way. I'm getting the opera yeah. out of the way. I'm getting the ballet out of the way in one hit. But mate, tickets are ridiculous for this. She better appreciate it. Oh yeah, the things we do for for other halves. I mean, you know, you're going out your way there. Absolutely. God, I mean, ballet and opera. Mate, I know, I know, I know. So I mean, it's so, some people's cup of tea, but. Well, I don't know. I might have to just put the headphones on and listen to the podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going to be worse, actually, to be honest. To this. Right, OK. Um, let's, talk, let's talk some football. Let's talk Shrewsbury Town first. Um, Shrewsbury Town 2, Peterborough 2. I mean, oh, so, mm. oh, so mm. close to what, yeah. a, what would be a fantastic first league win for Sam Ricketts. Um, I, I mean, I guess I guess disappointment in the end, but, but you know, still positive with with the performance. And, and, you know, at the start of the game, result that's not a bad result, is it, by any no, means? No, I think, you know, if somebody offers you beforehand a point against Peterborough, you'd probably take it. I mean, Peterborough are always a, you know, a pretty strong outfit in, in League One. And, yeah, I think you want to get that first win 
that league win for Sam under his belt. Fingers crossed they can put that right this weekend. But you know things do seem to be taking a turn in, in the right direction. What's uh, changed? What, what, what have you? It's very early days. You know, one one draw, one lost one for Sam Ricketts, albeit the win was in the cup. But you know. What what changes can you see or early changes do you think that he's implementing that that's helping the Shrewsbury team? The big change and this is something that, you know, they didn't really sugarcoat either and, and Danny Coyne spoke about it even when he was in temporary charge, is that training standards are up um nice. quite significantly. Um, there was a suggestion that training standards weren't quite up to scratch under John Askey. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> which have kind of since been backed up really, you know, kind of by by um, Coyne and Co. And yeah, I think that, you know, they're upping the intensity levels in training to what they want to see in games. And I think that's kind of, you know, it's boosted the morale of the squad. And you looking at certain players now in that Shrewsbury team, uh, Fajiri Okenabiri, who's mm-hmm. been, you know, fantastic over the past several weeks, yeah. you know, scoring left, right and centre. He barely had a kick mm-hmm. under John Askey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Doherty, another one, you know, who came in on line from Rangers. He, uh, Barely, well, he had a bit of a go under Askey, but he was in and out the side, and now sure. he's a you know a, a mainstay in the team and one of the key players. So, yeah, I think it's that kind of change in training perhaps has given players you know more confidence. They're thinking, well, if I do perform well in training, mm. then I've got a better chance of being in the team. I think there is more of an onus on training, which I think is breeding more confidence and more enthusiasm in the squad. Interesting. Who, who do you say who, who backed it up that they weren't, they weren't training enough? Co- was it Coin? Coin, Coin. So, so that's, that's my thing, right? So, so obviously Coin's been there. You know, yeah. he's been on the staff. And then Askey's gone. And then Coin said, well, the training... Isn't it up to someone like Coin to say, to, to try and have a word or try and make it a bit more intense? Oh, or is that, is that an easy way? Or, or am, I being, am I being a bit too harsh? Just, I'm, you know, outside looking in, I'm just trying to yeah. say, it's easy to say that once he's gone, you know, but... Should you be implementing that if you can see the problems? Or maybe you did, maybe you flagged it, we don't know. Yeah, I, I suppose Coin didn't really kind of have so much sway, I suppose, under under Askey. Yeah. He was, you know, he was the goalkeeping coach. John Fyland sure. was there as the assistant. Then he had uh, George Pilkington as first team coach. So he was probably thinking Coin was essentially fourth sure. in command. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it may have been something that he, mm. that he raised or expressed concerns about. But, you know, ultimately a manager has got his way of doing things. And John Askey, you know saw that was the right way to go about it but yeah I think he, he said uh, I can't remember quite what, he, what it was that he said when he came out but he said you know we've, we've upped the standards in training that's something that he felt that needed to be done and I think it's something that Sam Ricketts has you know kept up with Coyne and Eric Ramsey kind of as his backroom team Where do you see John Askey's future now? It's, it's hard, to, hard to say, really, because I've said it before, and I kind of stand by it, that he was almost on a hiding to nothing with his, with his Shrewsbury job. Um, I just it, it looked a bit of a peculiar appointment from the outset, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I thought. Um, you know, obviously, Shrewsbury have got a way that they want to do things, and up-and-coming managers, and I think Sam Ricketts does fit the mould um, a, a lot better than what Askey did. I think mm-hmm. Askey had been at Macclesfield for... I mean, as a player and then as a manager for the best part of some 30 years. Sure. So, you know, he, he knew how things worked in one place, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to transfer rather seamlessly of course, to of another course. place. So I think he'll get another chance and he'll get another job, maybe not not in League One. I think he'll, you know, League, one, League Two or 
perhaps conference again. Well, I was going to say, do you think he'd have to go back out the league, or do you think that maybe League Two might be? A yeah, step? yeah, I think so. I think so. But you can you're looking at some of these conference clubs now. It's mm. almost essentially you know a league free. Yes, it's you know so professional it's, setup and it's, it's full time. It's professional full time. A lot mm. of them. So you know you are dropping technically out of the league, but a lot of these non-league clubs now have got setups that are as good as you know League Two teams. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, right, and we'll go, we'll go on to, uh, to Telford as well. Uh, humdinger of a game in the, in, in the FA Trophy, a 4-3 four, four, win against Farsi Celtic. And um, yeah, I mean, happy days. You know that, you know that, um, that Cowan wants to, to make a deep run into this competition. And uh, yeah, enjoyable one for the fans. <laughs> it was enjoyable, wasn't it? I mean, now for the neutral especially, uh, I don't know how many neutrals would have been there, probably none. But <laughs> but yeah, it's um, hey, you never know. Yeah, but it's you know a four-three win for Telford, and Gavin has made no secret about his ambitions in this competition. He got to the final as a player with uh, Canvey Island, and um, yeah, he really wants to go far in it if he can. You know, cup runs can be you know. Uh, obviously, Telford want to do well in National North, sure. and they are doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, these cup runs are what. Um, people really remember so yeah if they can get far in it they'll they'll do the best to do it and a 4-3 win against a Farsley team that yes they are the division below but they were going into it on a on a very good run mm-hmm. you know a, a winning run and um, you know they were always going to be tougher tough opponents I think and yeah. Telford had to you know weather the storm quite literally mm-hmm. <laughs> at yeah. times yeah, um, yeah, with yeah. how bad the weather was at the weekend but uh, they got through it and there were some good performances. Uh, Ryan Barney, who's on loan from Shrewsbury, he opened his account, and John Royal got himself a rare goal uh, from midfield as well. So yeah, he's pushing, really pushing for a re- regular starting spot as Barnett, isn't he? Yeah, he is, he is, and that's good to see because I've, I've actually been speaking to Gavin about this. Um, spoke to me on the phone this afternoon, and they've got a, they've had a few players in on one month loans yeah. and I think when you're a club like Telford and you're on a fairly modest budget you kind of have to explore this loan market and, and initially the players join in on a month loan and mm. they've got two at the moment in Brendan Daniels and Yusifu Cissé who have barely played since coming in Yeah, and the situation was similar with, with Barnett he, he, in the first month of, of his stay at Telford I think he'd had two sub-appearances mm-hmm. But Telford, having seen what he could do in training, decided to extend it for another few months. Yeah. And now he started to come into the team. And Gavin says, you know, it is a system that they want to use, but you can't expect immediate results. They have to get used to the setup, how they train, how they play. And Barnett has kind of showed, you know, how it can be done using that, you know, method of signing. So, yeah, he's doing well. He seems a level headed kid. And um, best of luck to him because he's uh, scored himself a good goal and he's making an impression there. He is, and Gavin Gavin Cowan has as well. I mean, from your point of view, obviously, Joe, you, you covered Telford last year with 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 Rob Edwards, and now with Gavin Cowan. From your from from a journalist point of view, you might not want to say too much about it, but it's has it been easier for you to have a relationship with Gavin Cowan than maybe someone coming from Wolves and Rob Edwards, maybe new to the league and new to his surroundings? Gavin Cowan obviously been in the lower leagues for some time, has got a lot of contacts, but how is that relationship for you, and how important is it to have? Um, you know, a, a good relationship where you can pick up the phone to someone rather than maybe maybe uh, an individual you, you're only speaking to once or twice a week at best. Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely has improved, and I think fans even seeing what what kind of Gavin offers on a match day and his his, his old demeanour, I think they can probably infer that you know he's 
easier easier to deal with than, mm. than an Edwards would have been. It's not saying that Edwards was um, was was rude ever. No. He was you know consummate professional. Yeah. Um, you know as as professional as they come, but obviously. He'd been, you know, given the media training um, at Wolves. Sure. He always was ca- very careful with what he said. And when results aren't going your way, then you want to kind of just hear your manager speak the mm-hmm. truth sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it was almost as if, you know, he was just kind of giving, you know, a fair, balanced view that didn't really fit, fit into what was actually happening at sure. times, Edwards. But Gavin is pretty much as straight talking as they come. He's very passionate. He said at, said at the start of the season, yes, we're on a modest budget, but I've got aims, I've got ambitions, and I'm going to do my best to see it mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. And always helps as well, Gavin being a, a former player yeah. at Telford. You know, obviously, it's a bit before my time covering him. I, I understand that he, you know his departure the first time round wasn't, you know, he didn't... He didn't leave in the in the perhaps the best of circumstances, but, yeah. but but he came back uh, as a coach under Rob Smith yeah. and then coached under Rob Rob Edwards, mm-hmm. and for for both of those managers, I mean, a bit of insight into Rob Smith's reign. Rob Smith and Larry Chambers didn't really take a lot of training. Um, Gavin was kind of responsible for you know all the training regimes yeah. and the and you know the kind of general work with the players Interesting, uh, yeah. and. Then Edwards came in and kept Kevin kind of, even though he had a more hands-on approach, Edwards, with the players, Kevin was still a staple. So that transition, even though it might have kind of raised a few eyebrows in the mm-hmm. summer, I think having becoming manager was always going to be the likely outcome. And he's taken the chance to be both fans. He and he's, he's, he's doing a really, really good job. See, that, that, that's the insight. That's the insight that you provide. I mean, what was what was the, what one of the questions you've been asked this week? What was one of the questions? Uh, the Telford we, question. We, yeah, it was something. Why, why do you bother covering Telford? That, that's Big, why. That's why we bother covering Telford. Important side. They're doing great, and then these kind of insights that Joe provides. It's interesting. I mean, I didn't know that, but it's obviously, it's obviously great to know that you know he's obviously been there for for quite a long time. But he's been taking training as well for such. You know, he's been building up to this this chance. Yeah, and he he, he went. He went there on the back of being a player coach at Solly or Moors, and they'd got promoted from National League North. So he, you know, he's he's obviously been part of successful setups, yeah. and you know, working with players and giving players instruction that has breeded results and breeded trophies. So Absolutely. he's done something right, and you know, you speak to him on the phone, and some of the level of detail he goes into at times. I mean, it's a bit of a somebody like my end, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, you know, he's so analytical yeah. and so kind of thoughtful into everything that he does and he's desperate to succeed. I, th- I think Telford are, you know, are pretty lucky really because this is a chap that, you know, he, he's not originally from the area but as soon as he kind of played for Telford and Shrewsbury, he's been based in the area ever since. He does a lot of work in the community as yeah, well yeah. and um, he really wants to make Telford a successful club and he's made a very good start so fingers crossed they can keep it up. And look, 37 years old. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's a young guy, ambitious guy, but you, you don't know, you know, these if he's going to be analytical and he's really going to work hard at it, you don't know where he's going to be in five, ten years' time. You know, these are the chances that you need to take. Well, that, that's it. And I, I think you look at Gavin and I believe Sam, uh, Shrewsbury Sam Ricketts, is also mm-hmm. 37. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's clearly something, you know, working in, yeah. with, these, with these young managers now. Um, I, I think... You know, a lot of managers that were, you know, they've been managing say 15, 20 years. The game has advanced a lot, and some play, some managers have not adapted with the times. No. And 
You've got Jose. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got you've got people like Gavin and, yeah. and Sam who were players, you know, two, three years ago. They mm. know how modern dressing rooms work, they know what kind of encouragement players need in this day and age. And I think that's why and fingers crossed with Sam as well, that they're both, you know, gonna be successful. We'll go back to Shrewsbury and uh, just looking at the league table. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll preview the commentary game later on in the show. 17th in the table, which doesn't sound great. However, it is it is incredibly tight from where they were. It's funny, really, because I've done quite a lot of Warsaw this season. Obviously, Warsaw had a flying start. You know, they've been pegged back lately, but um, it's still been seen as a positive, you know, a positive start to Dean Keats's reign when they were predicted to be in the bottom three or bottom four this season. And it's still seen, I think, as a decent takeaway, like the, Black, the, the Bradford game on Saturday. And yet Shrewsbury, obviously, doom and gloom. They're only five points away from Warsaw. And it, yeah. it is tight, isn't it? A week's a long time in yeah. football, isn't it? And especially in League One. I think if you're looking at those, you mentioned Warsaw there, if you're looking at those two setups, I think if you handed one on paper, I think you take Shrewsbury's. I think just because mm-hmm. of the depth that they've got, I think they've perhaps got more a bit more of a goal threat um, going forward as well. Um, if Sam can get that, those players ticking as they should be, I think they're playing a four four two diamond at the moment. So yeah. they've got a wealth of midfielders and they've found a way to get them all on the pitch. Um, Doherty is on loan from Rangers and from what I've seen of him, he's you know, perhaps going to play at Rangers in the next few years. Mm-hmm. He looks a, looks a good player. Uh, Akenabiri... Proper goal scorer, you know he's finally found his feet. So I think they've got some good players, and if they can get, you know, just uh, maybe one or two in January, yeah, and kind of cut trim the numbers a little bit. I sure, think they've probably sure. got a few too many on the books at the moment. So there's a few out on loan as well. Mm-hmm. So I think the task in January for Sam will be add two or three quality yeah. faces, and then those, yeah, there might be several that leave in January because I think there is perhaps a bit of an overspill. And look. I think it's a great time for Sam Ricketts to take charge here. He's got, you know, he's got six months to, to work out his squad, work out League One football. Yeah. You know, take charge, see who he wants to keep, see who, so, you know, if you're not going to go in January, then go at the end of the summer and try and mould a, a squad that, when you come back to pre-season next year, you can have a really good go of things. It's amazing how, how similar it seems to someone like Paul Hurst taking over from Mickey Mellon. Like, of course, he achieved incredible things, and, and, and those, but those are the aspirations, I think, as Sam Ricketts has discussed, that he wants to try and achieve, and, and even better for Shrewsbury moving forward. Yeah, of course, and uh, he, he, wants, he wants to see it through. He wants to create that kind of relationship with the fan base that, that was there under Hurst and was lost under Askey. Um, and I think he's on his way to doing that from, from his early interviews, He's came across very well. He's came across as very enthusiastic. I think a few with Sam's Telford connection were a bit um, not so pleased that he became sure as we manager. But I, I think a, a many are, are looking past that, and even his Wrexham connection as well. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he clearly wants to do well. He's clearly a manager with ambition, and uh, yeah, if you can get that, you know, work through those say five six months, I don't think Town are going to go down. I, I know it's I know there's plenty. A time to go, but I just can't see him going down with this team. And no. then I think it's a case of yeah, trying to start implementing his vision in January with mm-hmm. two or three additions, and then the summer then is when he can really start to you know have Shrewsbury in his mould, and then hopefully be successful. Well, you talk about two or three or one or two additions in January, and hopefully 
um, going forward into the summer, came across a, a stunningly written article, Joe, <laughs> in, the, in the Shropshire Star um, just a couple of days ago. Uh, Dave Edwards, so obviously definitely open to returning to his boyhood club, Shrewsbury Town, and a move could be as early as next month. So he's out of contract in the summer, obviously hasn't played this season for Reading, unfortunately, a hugely talented player, a wonderful man on off the pitch, great experience, you know, to go back to his, to his, to his boyhood club. Can you see this happening, A, at next next summer, permanently, and or B, as early as this January from a loan point of view. Yeah, I could I could see either, either of those happening, really. Yeah. And if it can happen, I'd take him in a heartbeat. Oh, um, what, that would be a fantastic signing. It would, it would. And I know he's not I know he's not played this season because of an injury he picked up in pre-season. And, and he's he's 32 now. But, you know, we've kind of seen it. We've, I mean, I'm a Wolves fan myself. And mm-hmm. you, you obviously yourself has covered Wolves for... Mm-hmm few years now you see Dave down at the training ground and he keeps himself in absolutely exceptional exceptional shape yeah, yeah tip top tip top shape and I think he could have another two three years left mm. in him especially at league one level um so if they not long it was, was Wales playing for Wales it wasn't that yeah, long ago, the, was it you know Euro 2016 semi-final yeah. so yeah it, it, it's yeah this this guy if, it, if you can get him in if it's perhaps a loan with a view to a permanent deal or something like that then you've got to think that Shrewsbury have got to be you know seriously interested in taking that option because Sam obviously knows Dave very well mm-hmm. both played together at Wolves yeah. played together uh, with Wales as well it's just such a great potential link up and match for everything and Sam Ricketts is the kind of guy as well obviously because they get on well and he's hugely experienced Dave Edwards that he'll lean on, on Dave as well not not yeah. just in and around the dressing room but but for players and contacts and and, and Dave I, I assume will be looking at you know doing some coaching as well potentially yeah I think Dave's kind of already made kind of baby steps into what he wants to do after football of course he's done a bit of punditry work mm-hmm. and I believe he is interested in doing coaching in some capacity so it seems that uh, yes the stars have got to rely in and I'm sure there's probably a few loopholes that would have to be passed through but yeah it seems to tick a lot of boxes for for all parties really Shrewsbury have got a good squad and they've got a, a, a lot of depth, but mm-hmm. they haven't got perhaps the most experience in the world. Matt Sadler's there, but apart from that, there's not you know a lot of leaders per se in the in the, in the dressing room with real real experience. Sure. <clears throat> so if you could get Edwards in, perhaps he he doesn't play every week at mm-hmm. the moment, especially after the injury layoff he's had. But um, if you can get him in for six months and then hopefully get the best out of him towards the end of the season, get that permanent in then. It's an outbrainer for me. So, so we're talking about him coming in on loan. I mean, how much of Dave Edwards's wages um, would Shrewsbury have to eat up, and, and have they got the the finances to do that? And will that be the only sticking point if if both clubs want yeah, it to happen? Yeah, I think that is the million dollar question, and and that's why I allude to kind of cutting the cloth a little bit. Um, if you want to make a signing like that, um, I think you've got to try and trim the numbers of the sure. players that aren't, you know challenging for a spot in the team mm-hmm. week in week out they've got you know I think it's about five or six that are out on loan at the moment um, and I think a, a few players are coming to the end of the contract in the summer so you're looking to you know if you can get a, a bit of money for them and just you know get them off the wage bill then that's probably Shrewsbury's best bet of giving themselves the chance to go out and make a marquee signing like Edwards because I think if you have a, a fit and ready Dave Edwards mm. It's probably going to be more beneficial to having, 
you know, six or seven, say, you know, third choice left backs or third choice wingers or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if you can get Dave in and you've got the, the, if you have to kind of cut the cloth a little bit to facilitate Mm -hmm. the move, then I think you've got to do it. And like you say, he's in great shape. And if he maintains it, and I'm sure they'll use him very, very wisely, I mean, he can go on till what? 36, 37, or however long he wants to go on, really, because he's, because he's that type of player. And he's got a football, footballing brain. He doesn't rely on pace. You know, he, no. he's very smart. You look at, you know, you're obviously a different position, but you Gareth Southgate's people out there read the game superbly well. And especially at that level, I mean, you could have a good two or three full seasons left in him, yeah, easily. I, yeah, I think so, definitely. And this system at the moment that Turner are playing, it's like a four-four-two diamond. If you, you know, if you want somebody playing at that tip of the midfield, supporting yeah. the strikers, then I think you'll do better to find anybody better suited than that uh, to than Edwards. Really, mm. he we saw saw it when he was in League One with Wolves, and he he looks you know far too comfortable f- for that level really. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he's done the job in the Premier League. He's done the job in the Championship, as we mentioned with Wales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's thirty two. His best years are probably behind him, but. As you alluded to there, I think he's still got plenty to offer. Absolutely, and he also enjoys oat milk, by the way. Because I, I had a bit of a I had an oat milk Twitter conversation with him while we were oat milk, oat milk while while Wolves were playing. Uh, who do we who do we play? It was Wolves Middlesbrough, I think, and me and Spears were were uh, having a breakfast with Mr. Jeff Shee at a very nice hotel so, the next morning. Um, and uh, yeah, I was having oat milk and tweeted out that, and Dave Edwards said, "Yes, oat milk's." Absolutely in my fridge. I use it use it every single day, so you see. Oat milk. Yeah, oat milk is the way forward. I'm sure I'll have the whole Shrewsbury Town squad on oat milk, I think. Not, not Probably have more vegans not, by not then. Not milk, like The Apprentice. Did you watch that? No, I, I haven't. No, oh, I, haven't seen no. I have seen the Jose Mourinho, Alan Sugar Apprentice. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Wonderful. That's quality. Quality. Yeah, but, but, yeah she, she got to the final was about nut milk. Oh, really? Nut milk. Right, okay. The 15% nut content for people who are dairy... Oh, okay. but I'm thinking, you know, it's probably just as many, if not more, that are allergic to nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. The, no, Did no. you win? Did you win? No. Oh, no. no. So. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. So, so I mean, obviously, you know, this this is my, my first, um, or I'm going to call it an audition to to, to pilot the Shropshire pilot show. Absolutely, the Shropshire football podcast. Do, do you give do you have do you give away things in in this in this uh, in this podcast? Uh, do you give away a shirt or do you give away? Um, I don't know. A picture or a Crisket retreat. I mean, what would you give away? Nothing. No. Oh, you do on my show, man. <laughs> you do on my show. How would how would the listeners like to win an iPad Mini? Woo! An iPad Mini. We'll do that again and rehearse that again. How would the listeners like to win an iPad Mini? Woo! Yes. You there can we win go. An iPad Mini on my show. I don't care. Hatfield can pay for it. He's a normal <laughs> presenter. I'll give him the bill. Right. Okay. So all you need to do. To win this iPad Mini, myself and Joe will be putting out a tweet later on today if my editing skills um, um, are good enough to get them out. I think we'll get, oh, we'll get this oh, out. Yeah. We'll get this out by yeah, we'll maybe get, 6 o'clock this evening, we'll 5.36 o'clock this evening. Um, if you retweet either mine or, or Joe's tweet about the podcast, you will automatically be entered into the great prize draw. That's all you need to do, just retweet it. You'll be entered into it. And if you are the lucky winner... What a Christmas present that would be. What an amazing Christmas present. Oh. An amazing Christmas present. Then you will be... Um, get your hands on an iPad Mini. For that to happen, though, we'll choose a winner. They have to... We're going to predict a first goal score in two games, Joe, OK? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And if those happen, and those the, the, those amazing people score the first goal, then that person is getting an iPad Mini. All for free. All for just a retweet. Oh. 
So two games we're going to discuss, and you're going to choose the first goal scorer in both of the games, okay? Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so I want you to give me the first goal scorer in the game at Chelsea against Leicester City on Saturday. Chelsea against Leicester City on Saturday. Can you give me a first goal scorer? Uh, we'll go uh, Eden Hazard. I mean, that's a very, very good shout. Very... Could quite easily happen, Joe. Yeah. Quite easily happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. So, Eden Hazard and the big game, the, the massive, the biggest game in the United Kingdom Dumb. this weekend is... Sorry, Tulsa fans. Um, Shrewsbury, Br- Coventry oh, what City. What a game. What a game. Shrewsbury against Coventry City. Can you give me the first goal scorer in that game, Joe Edwards? Akenabiri. Okay. Okay, E-N... <laughs> I Okanabiri Okanabiri um, um, So Hazard and Abiri Okanabiri Okanabiri Yeah I'm just calling him Beery 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 Yeah Or fa- I think they call him Fai Okanabiri Oh Fai Fai's better Fai uh, So we can call it Fai Fai Okay Come Hazard on, or Fai Hazard or Fai So So if fa- So if you retweet it I will tell you who the lucky winner is And if Fai and Hazard scored the first goals in their games. You've got an iPad Mini for free, for free. What more could you ask for? For, you, for, for you, free? You could even, you could even pass it off as a present. That you've bought the misses. Don't tell you've won the competition. And I mean, that that that's five years of free massages. That is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I mean, goodness oh, me. That is beautiful. Superb. So, so that all you do again, retweet myself or Joe's tweet to be entered into the draw. Right. Um, like you say, Christmas is coming. Christmas has. has Parties are, 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 well, I think all over Wolverhampton tonight. All over them. I've seen hen parties. I've seen Christmas parties. I've seen office parties. Oh, yeah. We, you, we haven't had an office party yet, have we? No, it was... No, it, it was talked about. It didn't really happen, a, but and half-hearted. Fun. Yeah, it didn't really... Never count to fruition, did it? We played fo- we played football, um, foot golf, didn't we, at the start yeah, of the season? In, yeah, yeah. But That yeah. was like our summer slash Christmas, Christmas do. Yeah, we only do. We only get together once a year, don't we? We're here to work, not socialise. I like it, like it. Yes, absolutely. Um, but but Shrewsbury Town have been on their Christmas do. They've been they all, the, all the way to Dublin. I oh, know they've done all right there, haven't they? Uh, um, yeah, and uh, Ryan Ains has let us in on the fun a little bit um, on Instagram. Shares a couple of snaps of himself um, dressed in a carrot costume. Brilliant. If for anybody. Who'd, he was missing the joke. I think it's because Ryan Haynes is ginger. So he, he's dressed himself up as a carrot. And uh, he's gone and had a picture with uh, Charlie Colkey dressed as a hula dancer. As, uh, uh, as you do. As yeah, you no do. problem, yeah. I don't really know what that's about. But, and then Greg Doherty as an astronaut. Right, okay. Yeah, com- complete with NASA cap and, and, and all that. All that, uh, all that lark. So, so were, were these three told it was fancy dress, and really it was only three of them turned up. I mean, that that's the classic, <laughs> yeah. you know. What I mean, you walk into a bar, temple, temple bar, middle, of, middle, of, middle, of, middle of Dublin, and all of a sudden, oh, cheers, boys, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, especially a carrot outfit. You can't really, <laughs> you can't really hide with that one, can you? You can't be really subtle with that. So, fair play to Ryan for putting himself out there and having such a outlandish outfit. But um, yeah, I think they had a they had a bit of fun. I think they went. So either on Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. I think so one night, you know, plenty of Guinness and then yeah, yeah, yeah. back uh, ready. I've never had Guinness in my life. I hadn't until I went to Dub- I went to Dublin back in March and right. uh, gave it a try. And, it's, and? It, yeah, very nice. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's not something. If you've got like you know, if you're going out, you want kind of you'll have a one or two Guinnesses to kind of warm you up. Yeah. And then you hit the spirits. That, that's that's kind of more. Isn't Guinness filling though? Yeah, it is quite filling. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I, I'm not one that really has, you know, five, six beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, kind yeah. of have like, you know, a two, two beer warm up. Yeah. Perhaps a two Guinness warm up. Okay. Then, and then on the Jagermeister. On the Jaegers and the on the Jaeger bombs. On the Jaeger bombs, the glitter bombs and the. What's a glitter bomb? It, I, I don't. Isn't it like the one with like the glittery vodka with the with the gold? in what in Red Bull? Oh, I, don't, I don't really know. To be honest, I've, I've heard of it. Oh, the youth, the youth of today. I, I, I don't really know. I'm not really down with the kids these days. But <laughs> is it, is it, yeah, Jaeger bombs and yeah, yeah. I don't uh, mind that. I used to have apple sour back in my day. Oh yeah, because yeah. they taste quite nice, don't they? Do you know what I mean? It just tastes like one of them juicy drop pops. Yeah, or exactly. They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, but it, I mean, it is good because I mean, a lot, a lot of clubs have. And maybe cancelled their plans, or they're, they're towards the bottom of the table, and we need to graft. I think sometimes it's important team bonding. You know, obviously they've had a bit of upturn. I'm sure if they were rock bottom, they probably wouldn't have done it. But yeah. you know, they've obviously worked really hard, and they need a bit of a release. You know, everyone does. For, you know, at some point. Yeah, as long as it doesn't go out of hand, like a, a few of the clubs on our on our in a in us patch of in the past. Um, <laughs> no, no, no taxis back. No, no tax. No, t- yeah. As long as they stay away from any taxis. But um, yeah, it's. Um, I think that speaks about kind of the improved morale since the change in management. Sure. I, um, I think you want to just continue that. And as long as the players know the bounds and, you know, stick to the curfews and whatever, then perfectly fine. You know, let them have a couple of days, a mm-hmm. couple of days rest because they've got a busy festive schedule ahead. They're going to be, you know, away from, you know, the families for a lot of the festive period yeah, and, and the new year. So if the, you know, give them a couple so of So just go away from the family for an extra night and yeah, have a booze that, up into Dublin. That, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, okay. It is time for, for the segment that, that is, that is um, sweeping the nation. Absolutely notorious. Yep. People absolutely loving it. Desperate to know, it's double barreled striker watch. Yeah, I mean, there's not been a lot of movement, to be honest. Um, <laughs> okay, give it a bigger, come on, man. <laughs> Work with me here. Yeah, I'll build it up and then bring yeah. it crashing back down yeah, to yeah, earth. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah we, we're pretty much as we were. Okay. It's, um, cool. Let, let's see if you can name them. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Come on, just, just, so leading the way yeah. is Shrewsbury Town striker yeah. L J L. Yeah. Any any clue who that is? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking it could be Lewis. It's Lewis John Lendell. Lenell. John Lewis. Yes. 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 Okay, leading okay. the way with uh, five. Okay, and then he's um, he's Shrewsbury Town strike partner A A H. He's on Holloway, three. Holloway. Aaron uh, Amadi Holloway, Holloway yeah, is yeah, there with three. Yeah, yeah. Um, Telford strikers mm. now. Um, a M S. He's on two. Oh mate, you're killing me here. I'll give you the first name Amari. Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. More Morgan Smith. Yes, he's on two, and then. At the bottom of the pile, yet to score, but as we've alluded to in the in the past on these podcasts, he hasn't really played. I think I know, I think I know this because I think he's got Simpsons connection. Go on. Matthew Barnes Homer. Yes! yes! Come on! Yes, yes. So, Come on. Yeah. so that, that's how we are. Linnell, the shop. I was under pressure there, to be fair. Yeah, well, no, but you, you did all right yeah, there. Okay. Um, Linnell leading the way still. Um, Aaron kind of slightly catching up. We've yeah, even got, yeah, got a run yeah. of games in the team there. Him and Fajiri up front. So it mm-hmm. could well... Come the new year, be leading the way, but for now, it's it's as we were. Okay, good stuff. Right, um, so look, let's do a let's do a bit of Telford because Telford. Um, we're looking forward to the games now. Um, people who don't like Telford or the person who didn't like him, you can fast forward for a minute and a half, yeah. a couple of minutes if yeah. you want to. You can always press the fast forward button. A lot of people do to me. 
to be honest, Did 15 that? seconds, get Jude off, get Jude off. Oh, let's, let's hear the experts. Let's hear the experts. <laughs> so it's Telford at Chester, back to league action. Um, and when we talked about talked about Telford, just outside that playoffs, only on goal difference, eighth in the table, mm. but it is so tight. I mean, you know, three points away from, from Altrincham in third. So um, really good to, to get a win here, but it's not going to be easy, Telford in fourth. And Chester, Chester in fourth, sorry. Yeah, and, and but the, the thing for Telford is, I mean, they've, they've lost a couple of games to that, some of those leading pack. They lost to Bradford Park and they lost to Altrincham, the last two league games. So mm-hmm. they really want to get something from this against Chester. Uh, Chester aside, as the table shows, have picked up, uh, managed by uh, Anthony Johnson and Bernard Morley, the uh, right. class of 92 fame. Um, we, oh, we saw yeah. Ford, the, the right. ones who... Now we're quite, you know, colourful in their language towards the players on that show, but they they know what they're doing at that level. Yeah. It's no surprise that uh, Chester have picked up sure. and um, Telford actually beat them three one in the reverse fixture, so they'll take, you know, comfort from that and hope that they can get something out of there. It's not going to be easy, mm-hmm. um, but Telford buoyed by that cup win, yeah, a four three win. Yeah, they made it a bit harder than themselves than they should have done for themselves, but yeah, they've, they're on the back of a win. They've got players. Scoring, you know, mm-hmm. a four four goal game. So I think they'll go into this with a with a bit of confidence. Um, any any kind of changes do you think? Or I mean, obviously, the, you know, they, they have that four three win, but they've dropped a couple of the lead. Do you think they'll he'll change it around again? Or it, it's always a bit difficult to tell with Telford because they have got, although we've alluded to, they haven't got a lot of money. Mm. They, they've got quite a vast amount of options, yeah. and you're looking at certain players that seem. Not undroppable, but mm-hmm. Uda, Daniel Uda, the top top goal scorer. You always suspect that he's going to be leading the line with somebody alongside him. He yeah. had he had a brief spell at Chester that really didn't go to plan. So mm-hmm. he scored two against them early on in the season. He'll be you know looking chomping at the bit to score against them again. But it, Barnett, who we've alluded to, he staked a real claim sure. now, and they've they've got they've got some good options. Uh, yeah. G- Gavin says. The standard of training this week has been exceptional. That everybody's kind of staking a claim, so he's got some tough, tough decisions to make. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think we'll see something close to what that Farsley team was uh, last week. Okay, good stuff. Um, and Salop at home to Coventry City. It's Lewis Cox versus Tom Leach. I mean, where the allegiance is going to be? <sighs> Unbelievable. Ooh, I mean, I Tom Leach doing a great job um, um, as, as Lewis Cox's right hand man. Um, pouring a little bit of a duo there, but I mean, you know, if, if Coventry go one 0 up, then we'll, we'll see be, what the press box is like. Oh, there could be scenes in the press box, couldn't there? Oh yeah, could I think it was quite cut. funny because I, I sent, uh, I sent uh, Tom to, to Walsall Coventry recently, and and, and for people who don't know, um, from, from the video point of view, we have to go and get the fans afterwards. So uh, we will leave the stadium five minutes from time. Uh, to 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 go round to the fans so when they when they walk out the stadium we try and get three or four interviews and, and put it together as a as a fans vox pop a video as quick as quick to full time yeah. as we can so so Tom Tom leaves the, the ground blessing the banks is one nil up happy days and all of a sudden a few cheers and they've lost two one he's, he's devastated <laughs> absolutely devastated I won't say what he put on the uh, on the old WhatsApp group but it, there were a few expletives Whoa. on there. Uh, so yes, hopefully. Well, maybe hopefully for, for for Shrewsbury that's that's the case. But maybe it's just an easy, an easy win, easy two or three nil oh, win for Shrewsbury. I, th- I, th- I think Sam would gladly take that one here, two two or three nil. But uh, look, if they if they play like they did against Peterborough, you think that it would be a decent result, wouldn't you? Um, what, what, yeah. How do you think? How do you see it going? I, I think you know there's a couple of interesting connections actually. I mentioned Haynes there; he's formerly of Co- Coventry, but then Coventry have got a former. Uh, a couple of former Shrewsbury players in their ranks, Abu Wagogo coming mm-hmm. back and Junior Brown. be interesting to see what kind of reception uh, they get if they feature because key players um, last season, but the left in 
again, a bit acrimonious circumstances. So, yeah. um, but, uh, as you say, I think if Shrewsbury perform how they did for large spells against Peterborough last week, I think they'll be, you know, hopefully onto a winner here. Um, get that first league win and have a cushion sure. and have a bit of a cushion to kind of, you know, build on them for Sam because I think they're onto something. They've just got to get, get the results to start backing that up. Okay. Um, give me um, a prediction then. Telford against Chester. I think I'm going to go for 1-1, a, a score draw. 1-1, you sit on that fence, you get those splinters. <laughs> you get those splinters. Are you, where are you on Where are you on Saturday? Are you, are you at Telford? No, no I'm, I'm off, off on the weekend. Gameless. Oh, you, Game, you, you, I'm with you at Friday Wal, Walsh on Friday night and then, yeah. Wow, a weekend off. I've got I've got the, the 22nd, which is Saturday, I believe. Yeah. The 23rd, the, tw- the uh, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. Off. Wow, well, well, good for you. So, I've, I've so wangled my way into that somehow. I've, well, mate, you, you know, you, you, you work very hard in the week and very hard. Well, you deserve a few days off. The missus will be delighted. Oh, yes. Lovely. Lovely. I think it's a Christmas Eve meal. So. Oh, very nice. Mm. Lovely. Um, turkey for the Christmas Eve meal? I think I have gone for the turkey. Okay. Now I've gone for the steak. Steak option. Steak, yeah. Local pub. Yeah, I think it's just one of them beef eater oh, pubs. Yeah, nice, yeah, lovely, yeah. happy days. Um, right, okay, Shrewsbury against Coventry City. Can you give me the score, please? I'll go first for this game. I shall say Shrewsbury Town, wait for it, three. Ooh! Shrewsbury Town, three. Coventry, one. One. I, I, I'm also thinking a two-goal um, cushion, but I'm thinking a two-nil. Yeah. I, I, I hope they can get that clean sheet and just have an all-round... Good performance, really. And again, I've mentioned Dikena Beery. I think he's in fantastic form at the moment. Greg Doherty. I think Faye. 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 Faye, as, as, uh, <laughs> in more simpler terms. But yeah, I think those two, if they're on song, then Shrewsbury got a good chance. Uh, Shrewsbury with the bookies are six to five favourites with a commentary um, just just a tad under three to one. I think that may be my accumulator actually this weekend. Commentary mm. do not travel well, do they? No, I have to do, do they? No, um, dreadful. They're, they're not very good on the travels, and hopefully they don't start reversing that trend yeah. um, at the Meadow because, as we say, get that first league win mm-hmm. under Ricketts and then happy days. Good stuff, right. Um, we are 45 minutes in to the podcast, and it's a good thing because we've got time for a little quiz, Joe Edwards. Hey. It's a little quiz to finish off. A little Christmas quiz. It's a little oh, Christmas quiz. Lovely. Now, if you just uh, wait there, I should go and get my... Special. Oh, Christ. I get my special oh, no, box. I'll tell you what, I've got an interesting story about this. Go on. People who, who obviously can't see what Nathan's got, it's one Wait, of them. So you mean everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. Bean boozled. Je- jelly bean challenges. Yes. And I made the mistake of playing this game with, with, my, uh, with my niece before Christmas dinner last, uh, last oh, year. Oh, no. And I had like the well, you know rotten eggs, yes. the bean, and the, oh, yeah. the oh, they can repeat grass them, yeah. cuttings. Yeah, yeah. And he just completely spoiled my Christmas. Yeah, you, 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 oh mate, they are brutal. Honestly, these are brutal. They if you are. get them wrong. So don't. So don't. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I've, got, I've got a little quiz for you. Okay. So we're, we're looking at Shrewsbury top scorers from last season. Shrewsbury Town top scorers from last season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you can get. A maximum of three wrong. It's like family fortunes, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've got the top... I'm going to say the top six goal scorers from last season, okay? If you get all six without an error, then happy days, you have to, you have to take a bean. 
You have to take Lovely. a bean. Okay. But if you get if you get three wrong, three is your maximum. You, you have to take three beans. Okay. 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 Uh, for people who don't know, who haven't played this game, um, basically the beans look alike, but you can either get chocolate pudding or canned dog food. <laughs> um, berry blue or toothpaste. That's not too toothpaste bad. Toothpaste is all right. Yeah. Uh, buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Yeah, that's, they look that's identical. A sh- that's a shocker. Um, for me, one of the worst are peach or vomit. That's not that, great. That is, that is just plain disgusting in it, though. Juicy pear or boogers, which is which are bogies. Bogies. Um, and coconut uh, or baby wipes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, it's always classy on my podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are just people have always they've switched off a long time ago. Oh, the people are staying saying it's got to get better. This this has got to get better. It's not. No, it's, it's, it's gone down. It's gone downhill. So, top six answers on the board. Top goal scorers from last season. League goal scorers. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Payne. Stefan Payne. Ting! Number one. 11 league goals. 14 in all competitions. Stefan Payne. Yes. Have you seen my answers, by the way? Do you take a quick look? When no, I'm... no. Okay, I good, good, no, very good. No, very good. I've just, I've just no, got... very good. Yeah, Stefan Payne. Number one. Um, I believe John Nolan's in John Nolan. Ting! Very good. Top two off the board. Nine goals in the league. Ten in all competitions. Um, Sean Worley Sean Worley Ting Number three Very good He's killing at the moment Eight goals Twelve In all competitions Very good See if I can try and do it In in order See Oh I'm not looking This is This is cocky Yeah I'm probably getting too cocky For my own good now No no I like it So I've got to think Who's who's in that top So we got four Five and six Four five and six Yeah I think Alex Rodman's in there. I think he is, yeah. Six goals for nine in total. Alex Rodman, two to get. So where's he in the list? Is he... Fourth. He's joint the, fourth. Joint fourth. Joint fourth. Two to get. Mm. Mm. This is where he gets... Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Silence is not great for a podcast. This <laughs> is where he gets... Going to have to rush you. Um, um, Five, uh, four, uh, three, two, one. Judy Brown. Oh, oh, you lucky boy. Is it there? <clears throat> so you are taking at least one bean. Jelly bean. One bean boozle. Okay. Two more guesses. Two more guesses. Uh, I just, I just c- cannot think. I know. Well, it, this it, is great. This is exactly what I wanted. It, uh, uh, um, Carlton Morris. Ting is there. Very good. Carlton Morris. Six goals. Ten in all competition. Just one more to find Joe Edwards. Just one more to find. Oh. You've got two lifelines left. Can it be a clean sweep with only one bean boozle to take? <laughs> and five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Matt Sadler. Oh. Did you get it in time? You did, but is it there? <clears throat> two. So you've got one more guess. I'll give you a bit of a clue for the last one. Yeah. He scored three league goals last season. Three <sighs> league goals. Who could it be? It could You've be, got one more lifeline. You're so, so close. So, so close. Okay. Five? Yeah. Four. Uh, Toto Enciala. Toto Enciala. Just missed out. He got two goals. Oh. Very lucky. <laughs> You've got to take all three. It was Mr. Omar Beckles. Oh. Mr. Omar Beckles oh, with three league goals. Right. Here we go. Right, okay. So, have I got so, to spin the... Um, so you can spin it. You, sp- you spin the wheel. Spin the wheel of fortune, please. 
He's spinning the Wheel of Fortune. It's turning, it's turning. Right, it's on a blue. It's on a blue. So, um, you've got to take a blue, which is either berry blue or toothpaste. Oh, that, that's... It's not too no, bad. That's, berry that's blue. decent style. Or toothpaste. What's he going to go for? Is it berry? Is it toothpaste? Is it berry? Is it toothpaste? That's a minty fresh. That's oh, a... minty fresh, minty fresh. A little bit of toothpaste to start off proceedings. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Okay. Um, spin the wheel at once. Swallow it first. Get it, get it. Hard, hard to swallow. You've got to chew them. Easy for you to say. Jelly beans. <laughs> spin that wheel. Spinning the wheel, spinning the wind. Spin. Oh, oh, oh! Oh! Jesus Christ! This is this. This is a bad one. You don't have you, have you swallowed it now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm quite happy that I've had the minty fresh one because that might take away from. Yeah, it's not, mate. It's not. If you get this wrong, you need to get this right. Peach or vomit. So it's those speckled ones there. Take it. Could it be peach or could it be vomit? Please be vomit. Please be vomit. You've got to really bite into it. You're probably not after a while. Is it peach or is it vomit? Is it peach? And you'll know whether it's vomit or not. It's pretty peach. Oh, no. Lovely. Damn it. Mm. Right, okay. Very nice. Right, okay. Spin the wheel. Last time, spin the wheel, Mr. Joe Edwards. I think it was. No, okay. you'll, know, you'll know that it was sick, mate. You'll know that it was sick. It's brutal. I'm getting a bit of a funny after size, but... Nah, I think that's pleasant. No, you definitely that's, got picture. Uh, yeah, it's pleasant. Enough. Here we go. Finish it off, and it is... Right, Ooh, white. White. So you're going to finish off with either coconut or baby wipes. The white ones. I think, coconut. I think I might prefer baby wipes, to be honest, because I'm not a big fan of coconuts. Oh, right, okay, there you go then. So it's, it's finishing off. What's he got? Has he got baby wipes or coconut? Coconut. Coconut. <laughs> Two for three. Very good, Joe. It was very, very good. I think that was just deserved then, because I got five, five out of the no, six. No, you did. You, you, did, you did do very well. You still lost, but, yeah, but, but you know, but you, you did very well. I went down well. in the blaze of glory. You did very yeah. much so. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Joe, it's, been it's been a pleasure, been nice, I, isn't it? Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I have to um, do this more often. Well, you know, it'd be nice to be asked again, and you know, I mean, you, you know, you, you're getting fed, you get, you, you're getting retreated. I mean, if there's a holiday, I mean, you'd be, you'd be broadcasting well, from Aruba next. Well, there you go. If 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 uh, Jumper Services Chip Shop business goes international, then yeah, we'll be straight on it. Look forward to it, and um, remember, retweet for that chance of an iPad. If Woo! I don't speak to, <laughs> I don't need a sound deck, do I? I can just have you. <laughs> Um, and look, I might, not, I might not see the pigs uh, before Christmas, so I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Fingers yes. crossed, three points of Telford on Saturday. Fingers crossed, sell up three points on Saturday. From Joseph Edwards, from myself, Nathan Tudor, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>